everybody. It's Damara Gardner, founder of Black Women About Business. I'm so pleased to be back in the studio after wrapping up our Be Well Fabulous Black Woman Tour. And I have a treat for you today. I've actually got Dr. Geneva Williams, uh, a.k.a. Dr. Geneva Speaks. Uh, She was on our lineup for those of you who joined us and had an awareness about the tour. And so we're going to talk to her and get some additional insight into her um, that went beyond the tour. And so with that, uh, just want to make sure that you guys know that our work is really all about inspiring wellness in African-American women so that they can live the most optimal lives possible. Our podcast is one of the ways that we promote that. We also provide business services in the form of executive coaching, business planning, um, and I do a blog a couple times a month as well. So if you're not already signed up for our blog, please go to blackwomenaboutbiz.com. Go ahead and put your email address in, and we are going to contact you no more than about twice a month because we know that you lead busy lives. And just so that you're aware, save the date, October 25th through the 27th. We have a Be Well Black Woman Retreat coming up, overlooking the beautiful Gull Lake, luxurious accommodations. It's just going to be us in the house. Up to 26 women can be a part of this phenomenal experience. So please, please, please check it out at blackwomenaboutbiz.com or at Eventbrite. And without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and jump right into Dr. Geneva's bio. When you think of the words trailblazer, influencer, and community advocate, Dr. Geneva J. Williams, CEO of Dr. Geneva Speaks, is a woman who should come to mind. Learning at a young age about her responsibility to lead and be a voice for her community, Dr. Geneva keeps this mission close to her heart throughout her award-winning career. She holds a B.A. in English and Speech at Morgan State University. She received a Master of Social Sciences in Social Planning and Community Organization at Bryn Mawr College and a Doctorate of Education in Educational Leadership and Public Policy from Wayne State University. With an impressive academic journey, her career path is just as exceptional. She became the first woman to hold the position of president and CEO at United Community Services. She also led the merger between United Community Services and United Way, where she became the first woman to hold the position of of executive vice president and COO. So lots of firsts, y'all. Thank you so much. Welcome, Dr. Geneva. How you doing, Damar? I'm so glad to be here. Yes, I'm doing great. Thank you. I'm glad that you're here. With I'm me. Thrilled. Yes, yes. <laughs> so let's jump right in. Okay. All right. So the first thing that I am curious about mm. is you knew that you had a responsibility to lead and be a voice for your community at a young age, and that still drives you today. What is your life mission, and how can people create a mission for their own life? You know, Damar, when you ask me that question, I go back about 20 years. And think, and I can see just so clearly, sitting in one of my uh, doctoral studies classes and the professor insisting that all of us there create a life mission that we write down on paper. Mm. And so it's interesting because I've been a student of uh, Stephen Covey, and he always talks about vision, mission, write it down, et cetera. And I know that's what I share yeah. with the, with particularly the women that I work with. And I had to stop and say, you know, I've been so busy doing that I really hadn't had a chance to stop and reflect and actually put my work on paper. Mm. So I did then, and that mission continues to stay with me. I, I want to live a happy 
God-fearing, serving life that uh, gives back to my community and makes a difference in the life of children. I love what you're saying. I just want to reflect back. Um, One of the first things is that if people are going to create a mission statement, it really should encompass the things that they value most. Absolutely. Um, And then once they create it, it's something that they should refine on an ongoing basis. Absolutely. And it should be used really as a guide for Mm -hmm. everything that we do. Yes. Um, Because in life, it can be easy to get sidetracked, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. In life, it can be Mm -hmm. easy to go down a pathway that may not actually be in service of us. Mm -hmm. Um, So the fact that you said that everything that you've done in your life has constituted this mission statement that you created many years Mm -hmm. ago um, is something that's really powerful. And so although it may seem nebulous, it may seem like it it doesn't make a lot of sense to do that. It makes all the sense to do that. Um, It's like an organization's mission statement. Mm -hmm. It is. Yeah. So entrepreneurs often struggle Uh with raising the capital that they need Mm -hmm. to start and scale their businesses. You've raised millions of dollars Mm -hmm. over the course of your career. What tips do you have for our listeners to help raise the dollars they need to support their efforts? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, a lot of my work has been um, in the nonprofit world mm-hmm. and, and helping uh, folk raise the dollars to solve community problems, to run their organizations. And in the nonprofit world, when we run organizations, we are really running small to mid-sized businesses. So, you know, I've had a multi-million dollar budget, had lots of staff, uh, and had lots of issues Mm. that uh, we needed to raise dollars for. And through that time, I learned a lot of stuff, but Mm -hmm. what I'd like to leave, I'd call them my three uh, R's, relationships, responsibility, and resources. Mm. So, you know, no matter what kind of money you're trying to raise, it always has to do with relationships. Mm. A lot has to do with that. You know, people give money to people they know, like, and trust. Mm -hmm. It is true. So, I mean, you could even take it if you are going to a bank Mm -hmm. for a loan for your business, don't just walk into the bank Put down your papers, mm. or they can be all I's dotted and T's crossed and say, hey, I need some money. Mm-hmm. What you want to do is you want to build a relationship with the manager mm. or the key personnel in that bank. Mm-hmm. It is important because you want to treat them like they have an investment in your success yeah. as well as you're interested in being successful because you want to pay back the money. Mm-hmm. So it is a two-way street. Don't yeah. go in hat in hand. Go in looking to establish a relationship. I love so, that. so that's one. Yeah. Secondly, responsibility. What I mean by that mm-hmm. is you got to have your stuff together. You Real. got to be responsible mm-hmm. to have it together. Now, it don't have to all be perfect because mm-hmm. I do believe in jumping on out there and, you know, being, you know, trying to jump out there so that you have something to be perfect about. Yes. Okay. So you don't have to wait till perfection happens, mm-hmm. but you do want to have your stuff together. You want to know, you want to have a business plan or a good idea what it is you want to do. You want to think about your clients and your customers. You want to know how you're going to serve them. You want to put together, you know, some kind of track record. You want to have the credibility. Da, 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 da. You want to do those leadership. You want to make those leadership moves. Yeah. So you want to be responsible. And then resources. Know what's out there. Mm. Do your homework. Do There are tons. Let me tell you, I 
and it's happened it happens over and over again i go to so many places where funders lenders folk out there with connections and money say we can't find the people to give money to mm. Or we've got this pot of money and uh, we need help in finding people who can come and help us spend it. Yeah. <laughs> all this. So and we're always is, saying there's not enough resources, right? And we're always right? saying that. Which is a fallacy. Yeah, it really is. So yep. the resources, the external resources, do your research, know who's out there. There's tons of places. Mm-hmm. But then, Damara, the thing I also say for me that resources also has to do with what you have inside yourself. Yes. So that you need to see yourself as a resource to yourself. Yes. And so that you have value. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes we as particularly female entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. don't recognize the value that we bring and don't quantify it. Mm. So so look at yourself as a resource. See yourself as, well, what value do I bring to the table? Because that's going to help you in the relationships and the responsibility piece as well. Yeah, and I can imagine that once a person evaluates what their value is, it helps them to step more into their power. Absolutely. So that it's not, there's more reciprocity in the exchange. Mm -hmm. Because what I believe is that when we're doing good work, the world needs to get the good work that we're doing. And so if we need capital to be able to do the good work, then we are offering something of value as a result of that transaction, exactly. right? Exactly. So we we really do need to see ourselves as not someone with our hand out and, exactly. and someone who, and don't get me wrong, we mm-hmm. appreciate whatever support mm-hmm. that we get, mm-hmm. but we also feel confident enough that what we're doing is going to produce some really amazing results for mm-hmm. the world, mm-hmm. right? Whatever that might look like. right? So my next question is, um, I saw a post on your social media about the seven things that you did at 70. Yeah. <laughs> which is yes. extremely impressive, yeah. right? Um, and now those few things included winning Miss Black Fine and Fit Beauty Pageant, writing a book, and recording well over 100 podcast interviews. In the midst of the beauty that you're creating in the world, how do you manage to prioritize your wellness? Oh, being well is like, uh, you know, an every day and every hour thing. You <laughs> yes. know, I, I get up in the morning with a routine. Mm. And and I have found that to be, um, through my life, so very, very important um, to have a routine, yeah. a habit, something that you do uh, that focuses on you and you alone. Mm. And so I do that. And part of my routine um, is, you know, I will drink water. I will work out. I will take time to breathe. Mm. So those are, you know, no matter what. And it's looked different through the years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I've had lots of struggles and and to keep it, you know. Uh, but I have just sometimes I have to literally run out the house um, and particularly when I was raising my children, mm-hmm. uh, I would have to run out the house and just and, and sometimes get up at four o'clock in the morning in order to run out the house to go to a gym. Wow. So that I, in fact, would work out mm-hmm. so that I would do those things. So so I think having a routine mm-hmm. is very important. Um, but the other thing, Damara, that I've um, 
tried to focus on through my life mm-hmm. is um, having that routine of uh, uh, physical exercise mm-hmm. um, also apply to my mind and my thoughts. Yeah. Um, so, frankly, I try to keep as many bad and negative thoughts out of my mix. Mm. I just, I just. It's toxic. And, and sometimes I'll even go to the extreme mm-hmm. uh, where, you know, I just, you know, that, that, what was it, the whiz, don't bring me no bad news. Mm, yes, <laughs> yes. Now, d- don't get me wrong. I mean, I've dealt with um, lots of life's problems. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I lost my husband of 40 years, marriage to cancer. <laughs> and right before I lost him, I lost my mom. And then right after him, I lost my dad, all within a period of a couple of years. Um, I've raised children. I've uh, had a career that were ups and downs. And you know, in my career, when I started out, I was the only woman and the only black around. And so, you know, I fought and struggled and, you know, the racism, the sexism, the harassment. I mean, it was just a part of life. Mm. So I don't want to, you know, I mean, I've been through all that. But even with that, one of the things that I've learned is that if I think it, it will be. Yes. And so I really try to keep a lot of the negative thoughts out. And that's been part of my wellness routine. I love that. I, it just has been. Yeah. So you you touched on something that's really important um, as we get ready to wrap up. Um Life is going to bring challenges. Mm-hmm. Always. And oftentimes we have the power to decide the kinds of challenges we may have to embark upon. Mm-hmm. So if we know that our environment affects our emotional well-being, mm-hmm. which includes people, which includes places, then we have the ability to sever Mm-hmm. Some of those connections, absolutely, um, because we do, and we often don't think of wellness in this way, right? Mm-hmm. Relationships mm-hmm. are a form of wellness. Mm-hmm. Um, being around like-minded people is a mm-hmm. form of wellness, absolutely. Being in environments where the vibration is higher mm-hmm. is a form of wellness, mm-hmm. and so. It's not oftentimes about all the things we do external of ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's often about what we do internally That's right. to own our power and to say, this is the kind of life that I am working to mm-hmm. manifest. Mm-hmm. And these are the people and places that I need to have around me because you're right. Life is going to get tough, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have to be as tough as what we make it sometimes. Absolutely. And it has a lot to do with our mindset. Absolutely. And what we do with that, you know, we, we all we're we're beings made of energy yeah and and what the type of energy you let into your life is for the most part your choice yeah and so you can choose to let in mainly positive energy yeah it's how you look at it how you you know look that whole you know turning 
lemons into lemonade. Absolutely. And if you talk to anybody who's worked with me or for me, they will tell you that's one of my favorite sayings. Uh-huh. I'm not really usually looking for blame. I really am not looking for what you did or didn't do. I'm really looking for how we can solve the issue that's before us, mm-hmm. how we can solve that challenge. I believe in that no-fault environment. So if I do that at the workplace, and that's how I, as a leader, carry myself, the least I can do is carry that for me and myself. So I don't look for the blame or fault in me. Yeah, I don't. I put my time and energy in bringing in that positive energy and saying, okay, how am I going to fix this yeah. one? Because you know the downs and the failures and mistakes, that happens, that comes expect it. It's not that. It's not you falling down. It's how you're going to get up. Yeah. That's what it's about. And if you constantly say that and look for that Mm -hmm. in life, it comes because it's there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, you have definitely been one of my teachers this past year. And I just appreciate your partnership. And I know there's going to be many more opportunities for us to work together. So how can our listeners stay in touch with you? Well, um, you can find me any place on social media as Dr. Geneva Speaks. Yes. Whether that's my website, drgenevaspeaks.com, mm-hmm. or um, my Twitter handle, which is at Dr. Geneva Speaks. And I'm on Instagram. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook. You know, see, I'm practicing. I'm getting, I'm getting I love good. that. You know, this Pam, 70 year old has been I'm working just, it out. I'm telling you, I'm just <laughs> working it. <laughs> but anytime that you want to connect with me, um, it's at Dr. Geneva Speaks. And, you know, my my book that I've just released yes, about yes. my dad and me talking about leadership and leadership lessons mm-hmm. that I learned from him, who was a civil rights advocate who changed housing uh, for all Americans in New Jersey uh, and just the wonderful work that he did and all the leadership lessons I learned yeah. from him. That's a now an Amazon bestseller, Justice on the Jersey awesome. Shore. So anyone can go to Amazon and get that um, um, book and listen to my podcast, mm. Ignite to Impact. Yes. Um, just so many things that I've been blessed to keep teaching and inspiring. Yeah. So again, y'all, check out Dr. Geneva Speak. She is giving you the plethora of ways to get in touch with her, to support her work. Make sure you check out her new book, um, Amazon bestseller. Everybody can't say that, that has written a book. Um, And like I said, I know that there's going to be many, many more. So thank you for inspiring our listeners today. Much love. And until next time. Thank you. Ashe. Ashe.